Welcome to another episode of Life with Hula. Hi, I'm Hula, and this is my podcast. I am a former radio personality here in San Diego, turned podcaster, and I'm here to share information with you. That's kind of what the podcast is about. It's basically my side of things when it comes to trends going around the country or you know things to keep you in the know, and I'm here to do that for you. I like sharing information with everybody and and just letting people in on things going around the world, around the country, around San Diego, where I'm home based out of. And I just hope everybody enjoys the show. Thank you so much for those of you that are tuning in for your first time. If you're listening through a podcast service like iHeart or Spotify or iTunes, please do me a favor and hit subscribe. I would love for you to get a brand new uh, podcast of Life with Hula every morning when I upload the podcast, and that way you'll be notified as well. And if you're one of my 12 Elite listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. Now, you may notice my voice is a little different. I sound like I'm a little hoarse. Um, and when I say hoarse, I don't mean like, nay, I mean hoarse like it's starting to go away or sound scruffy. Um, just a lot of talking. Apparently, I, I've done all weekend and yelling and screaming and I don't know, maybe that's what's caused my voice to become a little on the raspy side. So uh, that's what's going on. I'm not sick. Don't worry. Uh, don't got the COVID. Um, not sick at all. Just want to put that out there before I continue on with the podcast. Um, it is Monday, and Mondays I love sharing dad jokes with you because it's hard to ease into the week, especially for those of you um, that are kicking off work. Today is actually my first day of work um, at my new job. If you didn't hear my podcast a couple days ago, I do have an, a, a new job, and I'll briefly talk about it. Um, but yeah, uh, that is my first day to work, and so I need these dad jokes to help me um, as I go into my brand new work week. Also, I have um, some things to keep you in the know. I have some uh, theme park updates as well, and I have a story about uh, how we supported local this weekend, and it's something that I thought was super cool that happened here in Escondido in San Diego, and I think y'all should do it too. I I'm hoping you're doing it. Um, so that's what's up today for the podcast. Um, but first and foremost, here are some things to keep you in the know. Um, unfortunately, over the weekend, some sad news. Regis Philbin, television personality and host, he passed away at the age of 88. Um, you obviously, I mean, if you're, you must be living under a rock if you don't know who Regis Philbin is. He was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He was on um, Regis and Kathy Lee way back in the day. Um, he hosted that show for the longest time. He passed away from natural causes on Friday night, just a month before his 89th birthday, according to a statement from his family provided by manager Louis K. Um, a lot of people knew him again and when he was uh, co-hosting with Kathy Lee Gifford on live with Regis and Kathy Lee from 1985 to 2000 uh, he then joined Kelly Ripa uh, live with Regis and Kelly from 2001 until 2011 when he retired it's just a shocking uh, situation to see um, over the weekend when you see that he has passed away um, he seemed like he was a really nice guy I never personally met him um, through my radio career, I never got a chance to cross paths with him, but he seemed like he was how you saw him on TV. He wasn't like somebody who changed just for TV. He he seemed really cool. So uh, rest in peace, Regis Philbin, and my prayers and thoughts go out to his family and friends. Your next story to keep you in the know. 
lifeguards warn uh, Coronado beachgoers after two shark sightings over the weekend. Um, on Sunday, two shark sightings were reported near the uh, South Beach area of Coronado. The sightings were reported to lifeguards in the area near Tower 1C at Avenida de las Arenas. They said they have been spotted at 9.10 and 9.30 a.m. with one surfer reporting a shark possibly longer than 10 feet, about 50 yards uh, offshore. According to officials, the shark did not show any engaging behavior. However, signs were posted in the area Sunday to warn members of the public. Lifeguards continue to monitor the beach, officials said. And it's interesting because the fact that we've all been quarantined and, you know, people haven't been out and about. It's just now animals are like, oh, there's not really a lot of people out here. And, and it seems like a lot more animals seem to be coming out of the woodwork. So, yeah, if you're in that area or you're about to be uh, going to Coronado this week, just watch out. You, you know, uh, you know, be, be careful. Um, so over the weekend, the Padres did play um, their home opener weekend uh, Friday. They were versus the Diamondbacks, which they did win. Um, Saturday, they played versus the Diamondbacks and they won. Uh, yesterday on Sunday, the Diamondbacks, they lost, unfortunately. But they will be uh, playing their last game with, their with the Diamondbacks at 1.10 p.m. today. So go Padres. We're rooting you on, you know. Play the 60 games and, and hopefully get yourselves into the playoffs. So those are the things to keep you in the know. So as I mentioned earlier, I do have some theme park um, news to keep you aware of. And I, I wanted to kind of make it its own segment. So, you know, every day if something happens with theme parks, I want to kind of let you know about that. And it looks like Universal Studios cancels Halloween Horror Nights 2020. They announced it over the weekend um, because of COVID-19, uh, the pandemic. Um, it looks like Universal Studios uh, announced that its parks in Florida and California will not be holding their annual Horror Nights, excuse me, Halloween Horror Nights events in 2020. Halloween-themed events have become a popular staple at amusement parks, but with their emphasis on packing people into dark, tight spaces to provide the atmospheric chills and thrills, such events will not be particular. Uh, such events would be particularly challenging to pull off in a safely, um, safely in a pandemic where social distance is paramount. Uh, according to the website, Universal Orlando Resort will be focusing exclusively on operating in theme parks for daytime guests using the enhanced health and safety procedures already in place. Because um, Universal Orlando has reopened, it was opened on June 5th, where face masks and social distancing um, were ordered on the day and so forth. Um, U Universal Studios Hollywood in California hasn't reopened yet, so... And there is no date, and because the governor reclosed the state, I don't know if they're going to be opening anytime soon. So that's a thing. Another theme park um, that has called off its Halloween party for 2020 is Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland calls off its Halloween party um, as well. The decision came the same day as Universal Studios Orlando and Universal Studios Hollywood announced that they would cancel their Halloween Horror Nights for the 2020 season. Um... They usually have, uh, during the Halloween season, a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party, and it's become a huge, you know, deal, especially uh, when it moved as of last year from Disneyland to Disney's California Adventure, um, and they created it, recasted it as Oogie Boogie Bash, um, and it was unlimited, all-ages trick-or-treating in addition to special entertainment, such as the new World of Color villainous show. 
So the statement, according to Disney, as we continue to work towards a reopening plan for our theme parks and follow guidance from appropriate health and government officials, we have made the decision to not bring Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, back this year. Given theme park guidelines have yet to be released by the state and Oogie Boogie Bash requires a substantial amount of planning and coordination, we are unable to bring the event back at this time. Um, there's nothing said about what's going to happen over um, in Orlando. Um, but I'm assuming they probably will not uh, reopen over there as well. So those are some of your stories uh, for the theme park world. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, a lot of things are starting to close down again. So now, normally, as I mentioned before, I am here to tell everybody about my weight loss journey. So if you didn't hear, as of Saturday, I kicked off another 40-day intermittent fast um, where um, the first day is a little weird because the first day is what you call the cheat day. You can eat whatever you want. I mean, not whatever you want, but I did. Uh, <laughs> I ate sushi. I ate uh, popcorn. It was the best day ever. I ate ice cream, uh, Ben and Jerry's to be more specific. But I took, what you take is these transformation drops that you place under your tongue. And you, uh, you actually take those and they help with the process of you to... Um, lose weight and so your body has to get used to that again and so you get to eat normal um, through the course of the first day once your body's kind of there the second day is technically kind of like your first day so Sunday I you know weighed myself um, as of Sunday I was 241.3 pounds I believe I think that's what the marker is let me just double check so I can be more um, specific as I start to lose the weight again. Um, so as of Sunday, I was two, oh, scar, sorry, 241.4 pounds. So that's the marker, 241.4. The goal is to lose 20 pounds. Um, here's the thing. So today's Monday, or this podcast is airing on Monday. Um, I actually record the podcast, just some behind the scenes stuff for you, um, late into the evening um, the night before. So I can't technically tell you how much I weigh as of quote unquote Monday because I... By the time this airs, I will be asleep, <laughs> and then I'll get up, and then I'll weigh myself. So tomorrow, I will have a new how much weight I've lost, even though technically it will be the um, Monday's day three, so day four, technically, it'll be that day. It'll be a little weird, but we'll probably get used to it as I start to um, tell you how much weight I've lost through the course of the, the time frame. So as of right now, I don't have an update on the weight loss because of the fact that, like I said, I haven't weighed myself um, quite yet. So there's the update. It's going good. Um, as expected on uh, Sunday, I did get a lot of headaches that happened. Um, I didn't mention this in the Sunday's podcast because on Sundays I always talk about somebody else's life and career and I don't really talk about myself. But um, just to give you a recap, Sunday, um, because I, I did start the intermittent fast, I did get headaches, I did get... Um, you know, just the general stuff that happens when I go on a fast. So there's the update. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's going good. So day one was easy, the easiest that I've had since this is the third time around, I would hope. So there's your update on the weight loss journey. Um, as far as the new job, I will briefly mention it. Um, I did get a new job. I do start it today. Um, there's like orientation and training. Um, it's at a resort. Um, so I'm going into the hospitality field. Um, you know, for those that don't know, for 19 years I did radio and 
you know, even before radio, I was I worked at SeaWorld for uh, eight years. Um, so I've kind of been in that uh, that industry where it's entertainment slash hospitality slash customer service. So it just kind of seems fitting that I would go enter the realm of hospitality and resorts and hotels. So I do start the job today and I'm really excited. Um, we'll see what happens, uh, if there's any updates on that. Um, so I am going back to the workforce. I am no longer unemployed. So yay me. <laughs> um, and yeah, so now I'm going to move over and tell you, um, since it is, you know, me going back into work, I, I need to get myself into the mindset of, you know, already being upbeat and happy. So um, I'm going to tell you some dad jokes. It's time for Dad Joke Monday. Here's a couple of your dad, uh, dad jokes to kind of keep you in that mood. Ready? My wife is really mad at, at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and I write. Get it? I'm supposed to say left, but he didn't have any sense of direction. How do you get a squirrel to like you? Act like a nut. Why don't eggs tell jokes? They'd crack each other up. <laughs> I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. Get it? Always up to something. What do you call someone with no body and no nose? Nobody knows. You should have already gotten that one because I've said that joke already. Did you hear the rumor about butter? Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> that one's funny. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired. I feel like I've seen these ones already. I've just already repeated it. Dad, can you put on, Dad, can you put my shoes on? No, I don't think they'll fit me. Get it? Dad was trying to put it on and fit him. <laughs> Dad, can you put the cat out? I didn't know it was on fire. No, gosh, that was not a funny one. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. Gosh, I feel like I've said these ones. They're, they're, I, I, that's a funny one, but I feel like these ones have been said, so I'm going to scroll down real quick. I don't play soccer because I enjoy the sport. I'm just doing it for kicks. Get it? For kicks. What's an astronaut's favorite part of a computer? The space bar. I wouldn't buy anything with Velcro. It's a total ripoff. All right, let's see here. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. <laughs> what state has the most streets? Duh, Rhode Island. What did the coffee report to the police? A mugging. Get it, a mugging? <laughs> Spring is here. I got so excited I wet my plants. I could tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. I know, I know. Um, and your last dad joke of the day. I'm so good at sleeping, I can do it with my eyes closed. Get it? Do it with your eyes closed. You get it? Get it? Anyways, that's your dad's jokes for Monday. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh my gosh. Um, so over the weekend, I did something super cool. Um, I went to downtown Escondido and I supported local businesses. Um, I did it on Friday and Saturday and something that I didn't know was happening 
um, caught my eye. If you follow me on social media, you already know what I'm going to talk about. I went to, if you've ever been to downtown Escondido, there is the main street. It's called Grand. Um, you've probably heard of events like Cruising Grand where um, there's like these really cool, um, they close off the side streets off of Grand and people can look at like oldie cars, restaurants are all open. It's just kind of a cool outdoor event that Escondido throws together. Well, because of the pandemic, uh, restaurants can't be indoors, as you all know. And if you've ever been on Grand here in Escondido, you notice it's two lanes. They go, you know, on both sides. Um, well, one of the lane on each each side is closed, the lane that's closest to the sidewalk. And instead, now there are pop-up tents that line the whole area of Grand. And underneath the pop-up tents are tables and chairs. And so all the restaurants that are on Grand, like Burger Lounge, um, I think there's a Philippi's Pizza over there. Um, there is a Miko Escondido, uh, excuse me, Miko Sushi Escondido over there. Um, all those restaurants have chairs and tables um, and pop-up tents. And so when I went on Friday, um, it was later, it was around 6 o'clock, it was packed. Like there were so many people underneath these tents at tables eating. It was super cool to see how many people supported uh, local businesses. And unfortunately, you know, because the restaurants, there's not a lot of space on the street. So it's not like they're able to, I guess, you know, restaurants are bigger. I'd probably say they lost out on about 20% to 30% of the capacity because now they're putting it outside, less space. Um, everybody has to share space. So, um, but it's still cool to see people supporting local. There was lines um, of people waiting to get seated. I went to go pick up my food, but um, I did um, support Miko Sushi and Escondido uh, on Friday. And then it was so good that we ended up going back on Saturday <laughs> and seeing the same thing uh, with people lined up, um, you know, and, and it's cool. Um, I know other cities are doing it too. I didn't know if Escondido was gonna do it, but I was so glad to see that they were. And yeah, do me a favor, support local by, you know, if you get the opportunity to purchase uh, from small businesses in Escondido, do it, especially the restaurant industry. Uh, they definitely need your support and your help. So that's just an update on what happened this past weekend with me in Escondido and this, the supporting of local businesses. All right, and last but not least, as always, as I end the show, I have your moment of pure happiness. It looks like NASA has designed perfume that gives you the smell of outer space without leaving the orbit. Do you believe that? Well, it's true. Decades ago, NASA asked specialists to develop, to develop the smell of space in order to help prepare astronauts for the experience of outer space. Now a perfume, Eau de Space, or is it Eau de Space, de Spasse, has attracted eager buyers where its tri uh, trial orbit on Kickstarter has raised $516,000 in pre-orders. The history of the smell of space has been clouded behind various accounts of its development. Ever since the first spacewalk, astronauts were shocked by the lingering odor when returning back into their spacecraft, according to the campaign on Kickstarter. NASA astronaut Colonel Chris Hadfield said, The only time you can smell space is when you come back from a spacewalk. As you open the hatch, there is a distinct smell, a distinctive smell. Is that space or is that like the moon? Well, I guess, I guess if you're coming from the... The space station you're really not smelling the moon you're smelling you're smelling space i guess some describe it as a rum fruit seared steak or a barbecue smell the first space tourist also noted a pungent aroma of the hatch open like burnt cookies 
uh, Gene Kernan or Cernan, the Apollo 17 astronaut, remarked about another scent he experienced. The moon smells like spent gunpowder. Oh, that's interesting. The smell of space is so distinct that NASA researched out to a fragrance company uh, maker to recreate the odor for its training stim uh, simulations. According to NASA, documents obtained through a Freedom of Information request. Now, the makers have partnered with award-winning perfumers and report that they've seared, uh, secured exclusive commercial contracts to reproduce the secret shelved formula based on verified astronaut accounts. Though not affiliated with NASA, every $29 bottle purchase of Oda Space will help also support STEM programs for students through a buy one give one program so that's pretty cool um you know if you want to order it um 11, people have already become supporters and there's still 21 days left to order if you don't have a 29 dollar bottle you don't have to go to the moon to catch a whiff the scent will be orbit orbiting around earthlings near you that's a dad joke i think um it is in the uk it looks like um let me see here if i can find the website it's kickstarter dot com slash project slash ode space slash what does outer space smell like um that's a lot um just go to kickstarter and search for uh outer space smell i guess um so you can go check that out there is still as of right now 20 days to go to be one of those people that gets ode space cologne if you want to smell like what space smells like um but if it smells like gunpowder i'm good and that's your moment of pure happiness. So, yeah, again, um, you know, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. I really appreciate it. If you are a new listener, please hit subscribe. Do me a favor and um, make sure to reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can reach out by searching Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D as in San Diego. Hula SD on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, all of those social media handles. I'm going to go drink some like salt water to kind of help my voice a little bit. Um, I'm sorry if it was a little... Uh, you know, scratchy for you today. Um, but I am going into work, so hopefully it, it, you know, gets a little better before then. Other than that, have yourself a wonderful week, and I will catch you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.